EO Fire 1144. You don't know what is going to happen tomorrow. Life is a crazy ride and nothing is guaranteed. Work every day as if it's your last and go all in with each and every endeavor. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you ready to create and present your very own webinar? Visit thewebinarcourse.com to sign up for our free 10-day course today. Create and present webinars that convert. Thewebinarcourse.com. Ignite. Meet your coworkers and clients online with Citrix GoToMeeting because it's a smarter way to meet. Visit gotomeeting.com and click the Try a Free button for your free 30-day trial. This episode was brought to you by Pipedrive, the CRM for small teams with big ambitions. Sound familiar, Fire Nation? Visit pipedrive.com slash fire today and try it out for free. What's shaking, Fire Nation? Johnny Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, David Schloss. David, are you prepared to ignite? I have no doubt in my mind that I am. (laughs) (laughs) David is an online entrepreneur who began marketing in 2007 from his college apartment. He has focused much of his effort on social network advertising and retargeting. He manages paid traffic for various seven and eight figure businesses and consulted with TV personalities and high end business brands. David, take a minute, fill in some gaps in that intro and give us a little glimpse into your personal life. Yeah, absolutely. So... I began marketing online back in 2007. I was in college. I was starting at the University of Florida and I was a freshman and I didn't want to be like everyone else who enters college and that's all they're about. Even though that's what you're supposed to do, go into college, learn everything and (laughs) soak it all up, go to parties. I was more concerned with how could I start a business while I'm here? I was already thinking ahead. And The first query I ever searched when getting started with my business online was, how could I make my first dollar online? Ooh. The the first query. Now, back then, in 07, not too long ago, everyone was trying to rank for make money online or how to make money blogging and a variety of other things. And I was basically just consuming as much as I possibly could just to have a starting point. And from the moment I began that search, I never stopped. I mean, we're talking... I would try blogging, I would try SEO, I would try paid ads. I mean, I was blowing loan money that I'm supposed to use in college (laughs) to pay for my apartment on paid ads and SEO and just learning. And obviously, it it sort of bit me in the the butt a little bit for a while, but it gave me that starting point. And quite honestly, it's the best decision I ever made because it truly helped me learn to be an entrepreneur and what it was like to fail fast. Now, do you remember what that first response to your query of how to make money online, what was that first response that you read? Problogger.com. No kidding. (laughs) Problogger was ranking for everything uh, back in 2007 because he was so active with all these, you know, SEO was so huge. Darren Rouse, man. Yeah, Darren was just, whatever he could possibly rank for, he'd go for it because he was such an authority. He still is, but he was such an authority then with the amount of content he was producing that no matter what I searched, he was there for something. And uh, I mean, it was a big top 10 list, top seven, top 20, you know, the big lists of course. back then were, you know, dominating everything. And so I just remember reading almost every possible thing that he put up on his blog. 
And it was just a starting point. To me, that was like the 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 newbie guide to getting started online. And then I would sort of expand into, you know, other blogs. I mean, I've read Shoe Money. I read John Chow. Those guys were competing back in the day all the time. Um, who else? I mean, I, Pat Flynn came up a couple years later. Right. You know, so I know Lewis Howes even got started a couple years later. So I was just immersing myself in a lot of these blogs that were talking about getting started online. And I was just testing everything that they said. You know, whatever it was, whether it's paid ads or SEO or just create content, I was doing it because I wanted to see what it was like to immerse myself in that realm because I didn't know what it was like. So that was eight years ago. Eight Eight years years ago. ago, And you made those searches and you tried a bunch of things and you flopped in your face a number of times. Let's talk about today, though, real quick, because I'd love (laughs) to share with Fire Nation how to create viable businesses. So tell us how you currently, after eight years from that first search, how are you today generating revenue online? So I have a consultancy where I basically provide three things. So I make revenue offering a service, which is primarily social advertising management and retargeting management, so paid ads. I also consult with individuals who may not want their ads managed for them, but they might want some uh, action plans or strategy plans or anything like that that can maybe enhance what they're currently doing. And then thirdly is producing uh, course content that if maybe they don't want consulting or advertising management, they could simply just buy course material that I've created around the same subject. So sort of cater to anyone looking for paid advertising information or maybe they just want it done for them. And that's how I produce revenue for my business. David, living in the world that you and I live in and just being people who speed of implementation is, is one of our favorite words. I mean, we just like to see things that are working and then, and then put them into action. That causes mm-hmm. a lot of trouble too. I mean, that causes a lot of failures, a lot of flops, you know, a lot of tough situations, so to speak. And you've had a number of those throughout your eight years, as have I. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we know how to bounce back and we know what it means to fail and what it means to learn from that. And the story that I want you to take a minute to step back and share with us right now is what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment. And David, take us to that moment in time. Tell us that story. Well, it wasn't even that long ago. Actually, it was, I know, I remember the exact day because I had a conversation with my now mentor about this. So on September 18th of 2014, I was actually at the lowest low that I've ever experienced in my professional and personal life. So at that moment, I actually called up my mentor now and he came with me to a restaurant and I basically just flat out told him everything that I was feeling. I felt my business was failing, which it was. It was producing half as much revenue it was in the previous year. I was losing clients left and right. I had no systems in place. My girlfriend was borderline just disgusted with how everything was going. She was helping me with my bills. I mean, everything was was falling apart. Um, my family just was telling me, go get a job. Things just aren't working out the way you wanted it to. And I really did consider just quitting. And it wasn't even that long ago. It was, what, 13, couple, not even that long ago, a year ago. Crazy. And I was just so down in the dumps, which... I couldn't understand why I got there. And I was every day I was either sad or depressed or I mean, I had days where I was just crying, just figuring out why I was feeling this way. And I couldn't figure it out. And I went the whole year, all of 2014, just feeling into that. 
not even trying to fix it. It was just, why am I feeling this way? Trying to answer that question. And I had to just tell somebody, no matter how much I told my girlfriend or my family, it was like nothing was really coming from it. But when I had this discussion with my mentor, it was like, I get it now. I see why I'm here. And what it really was is I had no belief in myself. I didn't believe in what I was doing for people. I I didn't even showcase what I was doing to the extent of saying I was an expert at it. I was just doing it because I was good enough. And when you go to someone and say, oh, I'm just good enough to do this, they're kind of hesitant with working with you from the beginning. And now you've put yourself on a fine line as to whether or not they want to stay with you long term because you don't even believe in your own service. And I just was hitting every brick wall you can hit. I was barely making enough to pay my bills. In some months, I didn't have enough at all. And I mean, just every, I felt alone. That's the best way to put it. I just felt alone. And that was, <laughs> it was so horrible to experience. And I don't fear experience it again. I fear the feeling that I had during that experience, which was feeling like there's nothing left for me to go for. And that was the absolute worst entrepreneurial experience I ever had. Fire Nation, until you master your inner game, you're never going to master your outer game. Absolutely. All these things that people say, oh, fake it till you make it, X, Y, Z. Like that applies in certain areas when you're actually moving forward and you know you need to have the confidence to be sharing some things, X, Y, and Z. But fake it till you make it is never going to work until you've mastered your inner game. And there's a lot of great resources out there. Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Eker is actually a book that I highly recommend um, on this topic and on this subject. He's a past guest of EO Fire. And so many people, you know, we have this subconscious block against success. I mean, you know, David was experiencing success for a long period of time, but then he started to kind of trend downwards and trend towards failure. And it had to do a lot and actually probably all with his inner game. So David, do you have any resources like books or something that helped get you out of that funk? Like when you were down at the lowest of the low, I mean, mm-hmm. here you are a year later on EO Fire. I mean, if someone had told you that <laughs> at that time, like, hey, you're going to be, you know, guest 1144 on EO Fire, you've probably been like, you're crazy. Like, why would I ever have an opportunity to be on that show? But you are. So yeah. what got you out of that? Well, first off, just so you're aware, I remember a year ago with one of my partners saying like, man, it'd be really cool to be on (laughs) some of these podcasts. You know, I was getting started with one. I was helping with a couple marketing them. And I was like, you know, it'd be ideal to one day be on, you know, Entrepreneur on Fire. (laughs) So here we are. But um, some of the books that I read, and I'll just preface with this as well. I didn't just read books. I also went to YouTube and every day, every morning, I listened to some form of personal development, whether it was Eric Thomas or Jim Rohn or Tony Robbins. I listened to something every morning. This was when I was getting out of the funk. And so it would be 15, 30 minutes, however much I felt I needed that day, even if it was an hour. I'd listen to something from YouTube and I'd have it playing in the background, just subconsciously listening to it. And then I began to read things. I read a lot of business books. I mean, I was reading uh, Gary Vaynerchuk's crush it yeah. all over again, just to get in that mindset of I can absolutely dominate anything that I put my mind to and create a plan around it. I read, uh, the 10 X rule from Grant Cardone. Oh, love that. Um, I'm just, just so many. I even read the 50th law, uh, from 50 cent and Robert green. And that one was just more about 
overcoming adversity right. in general. Um, I mean, as much, as much as I love 50 Cent as a, as a musician, he has a great entrepreneurial mindset. So I was just reading all these different books to get myself into gear as to creating a plan, systemizing what it is that I do, because I didn't want to be doing everything myself. And a lot of these books were more about creating plan, executing the plan, doing it above and beyond what you believed you can do, and then setting the bar so high that even if you didn't hit that bar, you still exceeded what you thought you can do. And I just put myself in a position to not only believe that I can do you know, anything that I set my mind to, but also that I will persevere until the day that that thing is crossed off my list. Fire Nation, these names that you're hearing, Grant Cardone, Gary Vaynerchuk, Lewis Howes, Robert Green, all of these are amazing entrepreneurs. They've all been past guests of EO Fire. So just go to eofire.com to the search bar, type in any of their names. You're going to hear them actually tell their story with their own words. It's so inspiring. And then, of course, we link up their best books on the show notes page as well. So awesome, David. Love all this stuff. Now, let's do a little bit of a shift here. Let's talk about another story in your journey, but this one's going to be an epiphany, an aha moment that you've had. Now, you know Fire Nation, you're a listener, like we are entrepreneurs, small business owners. What is a story of an epiphany moment, an aha moment that you've had that you know is really going to resonate with Fire Nation? And David, take us to that moment and tell us that story. Sure. Let's see. October of last year, so about a month and a half later from when I was experiencing my low, I went to an event with a couple friends of mine. It was more of like a self-discovery event, discovering yourself, believing, just a lot of personal development and life mastery. I was really tapping into believing more about myself and what I can do. And at this event, I was sitting down with my friends. We were just having some lunch and One of my friends, Juan, said something to me that was, I mean, I I couldn't believe that I didn't think of this before. And he goes, David, all you need to do is just sit down and create a pros and cons list about yourself. Judge yourself. That's it. What is so great about you and what is not so great? And what is it that people tell you that you're great at? And what is it that people believe you're not that great at? Just be honest with yourself. I was like, I never thought I can actually do that. <laughs> you know, I never believed that I should be doing that. I was like, oh, I'm good at everything. He's like, yeah, but you could be mediocre at everything or amazing at one thing. And that's what people are going to come to you for. And I was like, all right. So a couple days later after this event, I sat down and I got very, very honest with myself. What do I consider the pros about what I do for people? And, and, and what can I execute on with my fullest capacity? And what is it that I just don't enjoy doing, or I'm just not that great at. What should I not be producing for people? And it was almost like night and day. It's like, I should be doing this. And one of those things on the pros list was, I'm amazing at Facebook ads. It's what I do for people. And I've been doing it for years, and I don't know why I didn't push it up front, but it was just the one thing that stood out is that I can provide social advertising, specifically Facebook, to people and just own it be the absolute best at it. And if I if it wasn't for him telling me to make that list, I don't know if I ever would have discovered that that was my my bread and butter, my expert status, you know, what people would come to me for. And once I decided that that was what I was going to be focusing on cuz I had a lot of other offerings that I was showcasing to people, but I wasn't happy with it. I just decided I'm going to go all out with Facebook ads and retargeting, just those two things. Once I started to do that and I 
just decided on it, I called every person in my phone or contacted everyone that I knew on Facebook just to see if there was anyone that could use my services. It didn't even have to be at a cost. I was like, anyone, I'll do some work for free. I just want to show to people that I could do this. And it worked. I mean, it was basically one day I had zero clients for this service. And then about three days later, I had 10 people asking for quotes just from phone calls. And, you know, I was scared of calling these people. I wasn't sure if it was going to be a good idea. Maybe I sounded like I was desperate, but I was, I was desperate. And I was very honest with my friends. I'm like, look, I'm struggling right now. And I'm just looking for some sort of helping hand to get me kickstarted. And of course, you know, I never asked them for favors. So when I come to them with something like this, they know I'm very serious. They know there's something going on. And every one of the people I contacted put out either an email or they make a couple calls or a couple texts. It was almost like the referral engine just started and went out full force. Because next thing you know, I'm getting emails and phone calls like, hey, I heard from so-and-so right. that you do this and I'm looking for it. I'm like, wow, I should have did this a long time ago. <laughs> But I was so scared of asking, you know, I, I thought it was a sign of weakness to, to ask for help. And when I realized that it wasn't and that I was basically just, I mean, just being, being honest and blunt with people like, look, I do need some help and, you know, whatever I can do to help you and you can help me, I'm, I'd be more than happy to make it an even exchange. Fire Nation, here's the recipe for success. Write down a list of pros and cons about yourself. Be honest. Be so honest about it. Find your greatness within that list. What is something that you just do that you're excited about, that you're good at, that you want to get better at? And then focus, focus, follow that one course until success. And then what did David do? He actually took action. He made the calls. And guess what? They might not be yeses now, but you're planting seeds everywhere and you will just be blown away by when those seeds start to sprout. Like those phone calls that David was getting just from, oh, I heard from so-and-so and so-and-so. And I'm looking, I mean, that is what you have to put out there in the universe. And David, what's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? I'm an overanalyzer. For someone who runs ads on a daily basis, I'm looking at numbers all the time. It's a, it's in, and that can second guess yourself a lot, <laughs> you know, oh, this looks like it's converting well, but this one's kind of close. I'm not sure if I should turn it off, you know, and it's a lot of, you know, if this happens, then maybe this might happen. You're always second guessing yourself. And that's just my belief is that as an overanalyzer or just an advertiser in general, you're having to make split decisions just based off even the smallest percentage point. And I look at it with my finances, I look at that with, with any decision I make, I always seem to either analyze too much or analyze too little. And of course, I've caught myself in that uh, dynamic many times before, and I've obviously gotten a lot better at it to get to this point. But I tend to overanalyze because I look at so many numbers daily. And I can own that, that I am weak with, with just overanalyzing things. What's your biggest strength? That I'm super organized and meticulous with numbers. <laughs> because even though I may be somewhat of an overanalyzer, I'm also able to see when something just looks like it's about to take off. You know, there have been campaigns that I run for people, for example, where because everything's structured so in a fashion that let's say I walk away, the client could still run it themselves. That's where the organization comes in. 
I could see when something just seems to be taking off. Okay, this this ad is getting so many conversions. Maybe it's time to scale. Next thing you know, we double the budget and boom, everything's just connecting and it's almost like the business has taken off. So, you know, the overanalyzer, as much as it is a weakness, could also be a big strength if you learn how to use it the right way. I love when you just figure out that thing that's working, especially in FBAs and other areas. And then Fire Nation is just all about amplifying. Now, David, what's the one thing that has you more fired up than anything else right now? Honestly, just because of where I've been in the last, you know, 12 to 18 months, just seeing business growth and expansion, not just with myself, but with those around me. Just seeing everything unfold in a way where it's like, you know, friend A went from having one business to three and his revenue grew by 300%. Like seeing those things in my inner circle fires me up because then it gives me a frame of reference as to what I can accomplish too. Not from a comparison point of view, but that it's possible. Seeing that there's others around me that are doing this, it, it's almost like having the framework, framework to success right in front of me. And that fires me up all the time. Fire Nation, it is possible. It is possible. And what's also possible is the fact that the lightning round is coming up in just a couple minutes. But first, we're going to take a minute to thank our sponsors. Whether you're an entrepreneur or not, sales can be tough, but it doesn't have to be. With Pipedrive, the CRM for small teams with big ambitions, the pain and frustration of tracking deals with emails and spreadsheets is gone forever. Pipedrive users prefer it over the competition because it makes your sales pipeline visual, highlighting opportunities and potential problems, ultimately ensuring important activities and conversations don't get dropped. Salespeople like it because it's easy to use and intuitive. Managers love it because they don't need to nag their team to use their CRM. Some other cool things about Pipedrive are its forecasting ability, iOS and Android mobile apps, useful integrations with Google Apps, MailChimp, Zapier, Yesware, and more, plus a powerful API for those that like to build their own software solutions. Pipedrive is the CRM built by salespeople for salespeople. Pipedrive is offering Fire Nation an exclusive 45-day trial. Import your contacts into Pipedrive now and be up and running in minutes. Check it out today at pipedrive.com slash fire. Picture this. You're driving mid-afternoon on your way to a team meeting. It's only 10 miles away, but ahead, you see red lights. You spent a month putting this meeting together so everyone could see each other and you could present. Unfortunately, the time, money, and energy spent on this entire meeting is about to go down the drain. The accident up ahead is big. My recommendation, just meet online with Citrix GoToMeeting because it's a smarter way to meet. GoToMeeting makes it easy to meet with your team whenever, wherever, because with GoToMeeting, you can meet from any device without travel expenses or running into accidents. Just turn on your webcam and with HD quality, it's like being in the same room. Share screens to present, review, and get feedback. I want you to sign up for GoToMeeting today. Try it free for 30 days. Nothing to lose. Visit GoToMeeting.com and click the Try It Free button. Do it now and have your first meeting up and running in minutes. That's GoToMeeting.com for your free 30-day trial. David, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Absolutely. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Fear of failure. Point blank. Fear of failure. What is the best advice you've ever received? It's a quote. I have this verbatim. You don't know what is going to happen tomorrow. Life is a crazy ride and nothing is guaranteed. 
work every day as if it's your last and go all in with each and every endeavor. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? The first thing I do every morning is I meditate for 30 minutes just to clear my mind. Do you use any kind of an app? No, no. I have this so down timing wise that I don't need an alarm or anything. I, I land on 28 to 30 minutes every time so cool. without anything. Share an internet resource like Evernotes with Fire Nation. If you're someone who runs ads, and I know there's quite a few, you want to use Quaya or Adspresso. They go hand in hand. They're very similar. But if you're someone who does a lot of ads, you need to use Quaya. If you're just getting started, use Adspresso. Trust me, it's going to help you a ton with your Facebook ads. Q-W-A-Y-A, Fire Nation, Quaya and Adspresso. Now, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, David, what would it be and why? I honestly suggest reading The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone because it will allow you to understand just how much more you can achieve by setting your goals at such a rate that you'd never thought you'd be able to achieve. I mean, yes, setting it 10 times higher than you thought you can achieve, that that's common principle, I got it. But just being able to imagine, okay, at first I thought I'm going to make 100000 in revenue. Well, what if you set the bar at a million? Do you think you can get there? Absolutely. Well, even if you only make 900000 aren't you a lot happier that you didn't <laughs> set 100000 as your goal? Or even three hundred k baby. Or even three hundred. <laughs> you know, and, and that's just where I, that's what I got from that one book is that just setting your goals high. And even if you don't achieve them, you're exponentially better than where you were when you first thought of that initial goal. And just getting that mindset in order, I honestly believe that's the book to read. And Grant has a pretty intense podcast, I will say as well. So Fire Nation, (laughs) you might want to check that out, but uh, don't bring the kiddies along for that one. Now, (laughs) I know you love audio, Fire Nation, so I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And David, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Well, because I use Facebook ads religiously, uh, one of the first things I would do is take the $500 and spread it out over the course of, let's just say, 30 days and spend anywhere between, uh, let's just say, 15 to $20 a day on developing a list. It's all it takes is 15 to $20 a day. I could put up a stock image for free and an ad that says, hey, I'm going to deliver you amazing content every single week if you just simply leave your email here. And there's free tools out there to develop landing pages so you can keep all the budget for your ads. And I always tell people you could start advertising for as little as $5 a day. And I've used that same, uh, that same action plan for myself. So I'd take the 500 or even I'd take 300 of that and just use it to promote myself online, especially Facebook these days, and just get people to subscribe to my list. Get started with getting people to follow you and building up my brand along the way. It's all it takes. David, let's end today on fire with you sharing a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. You can find me at rampify.com. That is my agency. My email is david at rampify. That's R-A-M-P-I-F-Y 
com, and I answer email all the time. So any questions, concerns, or maybe you want to work with me, you can just simply email me. In a parting piece of guidance. All it takes is a decision. Once you've decided that you will no longer fail, that you will no longer allow others to beat you down or take something away from you, that is when you will persevere and be the biggest and best version of yourself into the future. So just decide that you are going to be that thing that you've always wanted to be, an entrepreneur, a better version of yourself at your job, whatever it may be. And you'll see that that fire that you've set for yourself is going to push you into a limit you've never seen before. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with DS and JLD today. (laughs) So keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com. Just type David in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Go directly to rampify.com or take action. David, put it out there. Email him, david at rampify.com. And David, I want to thank you, brother, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. The Fire Nation newsletter is the bomb, and to get on it, all you need to do is text EO Fire to 33444. That's EO Fire, all one word, no spaces, to 33444. And you'll get insights from my head to your inbox weekly. Today is your day, Fire Nation. Ignite.